broadcast this is serial number 22 22 and we are glad to be back in the place that is the epb broadcast and i am joined by my booze I'm gonna always and forever be my booze. I don't even know what else to call y'all. Hey, my booze. Yo, what's up, my booze? My booze. My booze. booze. I ain't call my husband my booze. Damn. We're gonna edit that part out here. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot he does the <laughs> No, but it is a gorgeous, gorgeous Sunday morning. It is just. I feel spring in my spirit. I also feel these allergies that are trying wow. to trying to Blowing surface themselves life. and I rebuke them already. So life. rebuke you. I don't even set that up to exist. Get behind so, these things. That's right. Get behind the allergies. <laughs> <laughs> but um let's go around. We do this nice little round table where we see how everyone's doing this week. I'm gonna start with Ted. Mm. What are you doing? Joy don't never let us go first. <laughs> It's a, it's a new day. The sun that came out. <laughs> new season coming around. <laughs> I'm good, man. I am uh, enjoying this beautiful weekend. Man, I don't know. Did, did, did winter even come? Shit, yeah. Yes, nigga. Yes. Yes. I remember. Damn, yes. it, it just seems so brief, though, man. It's set, almost 70 degrees yesterday. I'm gonna put on shorts and my new J's when I went out the house with the nice when he put jeans on. But um, so man, it was an amazing day yesterday. I went to the park yesterday, played frisbee, hmm. um, played a little one-on-one uh, -on -one basketball. Hmm. Um, you know, one-on-one -on -one basketball. Uh, you know, I'm cold, man. You know, I take on all all challenges. You know what I'm saying? Oh, my so uh, my, I'm, I'm like Steph Curry. <laughs> man, oh, this so funny. This is random. Y'all probably don't even care. <laughs> But like, tell us whenever I, <laughs> whenever I uh, shoot, it, I always go to my the gym at my school to shoot or whatever. And uh, whenever I go, uh, like if there's somebody there with me, I always get them recorded video of me shooting because I think I'm cold as hell. <laughs> pretty course. much, pretty much I'm cold as hell. But I was trying to do a step period video, but man, like I, I can really shoot, like I can shoot from distance. I can shoot from distance. And so like, I was like, oh, I'm gonna do step period in this video. I'm gonna say my name, step period, and I'm shooting like half court and hit. Yeah, I shot 26 times. I was so getting tired. I was like, man, forget this. Let's go home. Man, I was so tired. I shot like 26 times. My arms just gave out of But any other day, I'm going to come in and I'm going to hit it on first shot. But when I get that video, I'm going to upload it so y'all know how cold I am. I just want to say how many you do this. Man. Is it got some cold editing? Like you make I make slow motion and everything. Oh, it's cool when I go up and like. 
It's, it's called. All right, all right. I'm gonna hold you to that. It's like ESPN. <laughs> and there you go. <laughs> did y'all see the? Speaking of that, did you see the video of the kid that shot like a full court shot? Like it was a high school basketball team, and so the other team missed. The young guy got it, shot just, it yeah, from the full yeah, court. I saw that. The last seconds of the game, like he just and it went in. He just chucked it, even yeah. though his team lost. Right. <laughs> he gave them hope. Cause it's sitting into overtime. I thought that was amazing. I couldn't do no shit like that. I can't even shoot it a layup. So, uh, I know. It's good. I used to. Not no more. Not no more. Oh, okay. Well, not no more. Not no more. I used to be cold back then. I used to be cold. I used to be self-care. Now I used to be Reggie Miller. Oh, shit. Not like Reggie Miller. I used to think I was Reggie Miller. Oh, hey, that's like the next choke. Damn, Bridget. Joe, how are you doing this week? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, you know, just just chilling. Um, it was almost 80 down here yesterday. Um, but it was a you know, nice little breeze. So, yeah, just trying to get used to uh, used to everything. And what the? Yeah, I'm just trying to get used to everything. So, you know, chilling. So today is the first. Uh, First day for the soccer season, so I'm you know as soon as we wrap up here, I'm headed down to the stadium, and so I'll be uh, I'll be working, <laughs> working doing media stuff and work doing work stuff and just work work work. So I bet that's fun as hell. You, you enjoy that part, uh, that part of your job? I love it because it's not really the fact of you know doing the writing and, and all of that, but it's it's the it's getting to know people, you know, uh, <laughs> especially like behind the scenes and you know like. There was a lot of turnover this past year, uh, new owner of the team and uh, a bunch of other stuff. But you start developing relationships and as people, you know, move on to other other jobs, uh, whether it's in soccer or outside of soccer, you still keep those relationships. So, so it's actually pretty cool. That's the cool thing about it. I mean, the hard part is, you know, soccer season, we're looking at, you know, 20, about 22 matches for the men's team at home and then another um you know, 17 with the women's team with Carly Lloyd and, and all of them. So, I mean, it's a grind, but it, it you know, it's it, it's rewarding. So, and it's funny because I remember uh, you did a podcast one time. I think it was the one we did with Fonte, and you mentioned uh, what's his name, Leo Messi. What's his name? Leo Messi. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, they they played an exhibition match here, uh, Argentina, um, and you know, Leo Messi was here. Stadium sold out in minutes. Uh, if, if there was a 90,000 seat stadium in Houston, they could have sold that out. I mean, it was just, it was that crazy. People were scalping tickets for, you know, $1,000 for the nosebleed, nosebleed sections. Cause that's probably the only time that he'll, he'll be in Houston. So, um, except there is a major tournament this year, international tournament. So maybe they'll, he'll come again, but I kind of doubt it. But if he does show up, I mean, he's, he's one of the world's biggest sports stars. So. Um, you know, the average American sports fan may not know who he is, but as soon as you go to Mexico or Europe or Asia or whatever, everybody knows who Lionel Messi is. So I saw he had a commercial recently. I was like, damn, this is Bill Jules talking about. <laughs> He's Kobe Bryant's favorite soccer player, so you like that means something. <laughs> <laughs> Well, damn, Bridget, how you doing this week? <laughs> I'm doing fine, Joe. I was finna look up Mr. Missy. Hold on, I'm sorry, I got sidetracked. 
I'm doing pretty good. Just, just glad that it's getting warm outside. It's season. I can't wait for spring, even though these allergies about to fuck me up. Go, go gadget. Something. <laughs> Nasal washes and all that good shit. Nitty pot. Nitty pot. Nitty pot. For real. I'm finna hold on to God's unchanging hand because these allergies keep dead. It's finished. But I felt bad. Money. Enid Claritin. Yes. Amen. And Fix it, float names. I don't know, just float names. <laughs> <laughs> this is good. You coming over with all the slogans, like trying to. Don't give away all the good stuff, man. Right? <laughs> okay. Uh, so the word of the week. <laughs> this one was a uh, on the spot. <laughs> oh, but I got a surprise for you. Though. I've been over here working. <laughs> Surprise, Let's go ahead and jump into this damn word of the week. Ted is itching. <laughs> like this one. <laughs> <laughs> you see this. You see this. That was so, a surprise. You are on for today. I'm trying. What for Nisha? The word of the week is cone. Mm. C-O-N-E. Not ice cream cone. Not ice cream cone. Mm. Let's not get it twisted. So. We went over to good old Urban Dictionary, and I skipped down a little bit because the first one is, of course, like a, it's like for a bong, a cone, mm -hmm. which, you know, that's not what we were getting at. <clears throat> I like that someone prefaced this for Memphis. In <laughs> Memphis, cone means a junkie or person who is always begging or asking for something or even a lame person. And then the example was, you know, guy one was like, all I got is a dollar and 50 cent. Guy said, can I have a dollar and 50 cent? Other guy says, no, nah, that's all I got, man. You a cone. So. But she does, they put man in there, though. Man. Man. Like, M-A-I-N. Which is not how we spell man. M-A-N-E. That's right. That's right. Now, the word cone had been in my head, and I was like, where else can you hear the word cone? And I realized that Project Pat actually says it in a rap verse. Let me go ahead and hit you with this. Like, mm, I'm, I'm intrigued. <laughs> I'm intrigued. He says, um, so your ass got robbed. No, this is from a uh, Gorilla Pimp. You remember Gorilla Pimp? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> he says, so your ass got robbed when you should have given hundred. Now you get the fuck up out of here, go and get the money. You a dummy trying to trying to pop. Coney me and get you killed. Which I ain't gonna charge you. I'ma charge you for real. Oh! Oh! I don't know if I
temptation Got the best of me I felt deep In your fantasy Everything was so good to me Now I sit and wait for you to leave I can't lie Attention for caring, caring for loving, loving for truth. Truth is, you never were true. Like a nobody, you suddenly came into my life. You were so bright. Now it's over, cause you tried to in my life. And I lost sight. Caught up in the things that caught my eye. Deflated feelings You must have known What you were doing My mind is blown Cause I gave all I have Just to let it go I hope you end up all alone Wasting my time Building on hollow ground I let you shine Super lover to supernova Your truth is uncovered Like a nova, you suddenly convinced my life You were so bright Now it's over, cause you tried to get in my life And I lost sight Caught up in the things that caught my eye Thank you for tuning in to this uh, episode 22. Um, we have fun during our breaks, and and sometimes we have a little too much fun. So, uh, But speaking of turning people red, we are now going to talk about, unfortunately, the presidential race. Uh, right now, we are in primary season. And so far, in the delegates that have won now, for the Republican side, you need 1,237 to get the nomination of Donald Your Majesty Trump, our good buddy. He's at 382 delegates, Ted Cruz at 300. Little Marco Rubio's at 128, Cases at 35, and Ben Carson is nowhere to be found. On the Democratic side, uh, 2383 to win the nomination. 
Clinton is at uh, Hillary Clinton is at eleven hundred twenty-one as of today, and Bernie Sanders is at four hundred and eighty-one. So, I think we could pretty much assume that Hillary Clinton is going to win uh, that nomination, and it looks like Trump is going to win the Republican nomination, but. Uh, Cruz still has a chance and it's pretty much those two that have a chance at this point so um, but that kind of under, underscores a bigger issue which is the state of the state of politics in this country where you've got a first-time politician uh, although not nearly a suit a you know non-celebrity as, as Donald Trump and then you have Ted Cruz who's a first-term senator in the US um, Senate but who by and large is quite frankly, a curmudgeon. And then you have Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders on the on the Democratic side. So basically, we're going to spend a few minutes just kind of giving our, our thoughts. Now, of course, we just came from Super Tuesday. Uh, both Texas and Tennessee were both part of the um, uh, the states that had primaries. Uh, Cruz, of course, won Texas. Surprise, surprise. He's the state senator from Texas. And um, Hillary Clinton won Texas as well, which again wasn't a big surprise. Um, and so, and yeah, pretty much uh, we're screwed either way. <laughs> so, uh, but we just want to kind of want to give everybody's thoughts, kind of let this uh, breathe a little bit. So, uh, Ted, why don't you start us with, uh, well, I guess your opening opinions about the presidential primary so far? Um, well. I guess we can just go ahead and eliminate your boy Ben Carson. I mean, he he, eliminated himself. I mean, I know, I'm glad man. he finally decided to bow out. Thank God he was making a fool of himself. It just goes to show you, you know, as sad as it sounds, man, you know, I just hate when blacks get fooled thinking that they can get in white people. Like, you know, Ben thought he was doing good. Initially, you know, when they, 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 they tested voters out, you know, he, he polled really high. My nigga has not gotten a single solitary uh, <laughs> notice. He was in the. He had to make a joke uh, in that previous deba- deba- uh, debate for them to ask him a question. He was like, "Somebody, uh, what did he say? Somebody, uh, what did he say? He said, uh, well, some. I can't remember.' <laughs> he said, well, well some- somebody. I mean, because it was like he wasn't there. Yeah, I, I ain't going to lie. I don't. Well, remember. I'm glad y'all asked me a question or something like that. It doesn't really matter, but go ahead, Ted. That just was a testament to his irrelevance right, at that point. Right, exactly. But no, I, 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 I just think we can. I just think we continue to be amazed at how your boy Trump just continues to grow. So, like initially, we thought it was a joke. It, it, it couldn't happen. It, it wasn't supposed to happen, but it's happening. Um, and I don't, I don't know really how to feel about it because, um, and on one hand, I kind of hope that Trump would win. Because if he wins the nomination, that gives the Democrats a better chance to win. I really believe that, you know, no one really wants to back Trump. Like you can see, the Republican Party right now is actually they're working together to pit themselves against Trump, to, um, so he can actually lose the primaries. And they're working really hard. They're trying to get uh, Rubio and they're trying to get Casey, Governor, Governor Casey, to bow out, so that they can focus their efforts to support uh, Ted Cruz and just kind of like you know kill kill Trump's campaign. But I feel like if Trump won. The fact that the Republicans would not even support him would uh, lend itself to the Democrats to uh, go ahead and take their win, which it would be great to have a Democrat in office. Now, of course, it is Bernie Sanders or Hillary, Hillary Clinton. Who do we want? Um, you know, you got your boy Killer Mike out here campaigning for your boy Bernie, saying that he's the way to go. 
I see Anisha shaking her head, you know, um, and people are saying, well, one, one of the big things that people keep saying is that Brain's brain old as hell. He like, is. Like, you, you see, 76. do you realize how much, like, when Obama first got elected, do y'all remember, like, he had a head full of black hair? Yeah. It, it, was, it, it, was, it was all black hair. And now, oh, oh, and now oh, we, oh, we oh. are, we are eight years later, they made him a head full of gray hair. Like, it's white. Have y'all seen so, the, y'all seen the meme where you see the, the presidents change over time and when you get to Bernie Sanders, they got the crib keeper. <laughs> That's just, I mean, <laughs> you can say on one end, it's, okay, he's old as hell, but then you can say on the other end that he is wise, and I mean, until um, you probably get there. That's funny, he's a creepy, that's funny. But, you might get that good old Frankenstein Obamacare shirt, you never know, he might live oh 11 years. <laughs> 11 years. Oh, but um, I'm, I've been reading articles about, um, you know, I don't know if you've seen it on, on the Facebook and just in the media period. They've been posting articles talking about why black, black people should be leery of uh, Hillary Clinton. And just saying that, you know, if you go back and, and look at um, Clinton's time as president, you know, as much as black people love Bill Clinton, he really didn't do anything for the black community. Um, when he took office, actually, um, unemployment, like, skyrocketed and a lot of uh factory jobs you know those those uh, skilled labor jobs they went overseas for uh for you know at cheaper cost and so companies were literally packing up and just leaving and so you had all these people who um had migrated from jim crow south to go to north to find these good factory jobs that you know paid well these jobs were gone and so these same people who migrated from the south found themselves in these segregated ghettos trying to you know make a living and this is all on bill clinton's watch and um and, and another thing that they knocked Bill Clinton for was uh his stance on his stance on uh I'm sorry <laughs> was his can we edit this little break that way? Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, another thing that they um got Bill Clinton for was uh his stance on crime. You know he he wanted to be perceived as a president who wasn't soft, and that was always knocking him that he was soft in there. Um, you know, he had to prove himself as being a tough president. So one of the things he did, he did was kind of crack down on, on crime, particularly in the urban communities. Um, they talked about how he actually flew to um, Arkansas to witness the execution of, I can't remember the guy's name, but I wrote it down somewhere. But this guy actually, um, in Arkansas, he was a mentally challenged man. Like he wasn't very bright at all. And uh, even during his last meal, he asked them to put his dessert to the side to save it for later. Like that's how un- that's how unaware he that's how unaware he was that he was about to be executed. But Bill Clinton flew um, to Arkansas, to his home state, to watch his man uh, be executed, which clearly he should defend. He wasn't in any mental state, and we know that as Black Americans, that when white people get in trouble, the first thing they do is scream the insanity plea, and they just end up getting life. So you know that begs the question: Why wasn't he given that same opportunity? But um, you know, Bill Clinton flew across the country to go see this man uh, executed. And the one thing he said when the man was killed was that one thing that people can't say about me is that I'm soft. You know, I'm tough on crime, blah, blah, blah. So I just think that the Clintons have always done a great job of playing to black voters, but they play, they do it in not really a condescending way, but they, they know how to uh, split the votes. They know how to appeal to both parties. Um, blacks and whites, like, you know, y'all remember back in the day, Bill Clinton or Arsenio Hall with his saxophone and black, oh, he got soul. 
you know, we, we I mean, seriously, we love that when Bill Clinton got on Arsenio Hall with his, uh, with his saxophone playing, you know, jazz and all that sort of stuff. We thought it was cool. You know, uh, Bill Clinton's actually a Sigma now, honorary Sigma. Did y'all know that? Mm-hmm. Yes, he's an honorary Sigma. Yeah. How do you feel about this? I'm mad at it. First of all, you want to see a people that was Sigma. <laughs> You know, we have to be careful. Now, I'm not saying that brings a clear-cut uh, choice for who uh, the president should be, because again, he's old. Uh, you know, and then you have to be, our, our, your biggest concern has to be who's going to be his running mate. Because if something happens to him, that's who's going to take over. And so that that's one big thing right there that you have to look at. You know, he might make Killer Mike his running mate. <laughs> then, I'm both, then I'm both for Bernie. I'm both for Bernie. He got the vote. But, um... It's just a lot of questions that have to be answered. Of course, right now, uh, Hillary Clinton is the front runner. But I think Bernie can get momentum. I think that, um, you know, he can um, actually win the primaries, but it's it's just tough. So, you know, I'm not going to say who I'm voting for, but um, it's going to be tight. I know I talk a whole lot, but. That's fine. You're fine. That's fine. That's good. You covered a lot. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I this whole election cycle just has been a shit show to me. I mean, it's just it's too much. I don't know if it's the twenty four hour coverage um, or what, but it's just it's too much for me, and I've completely lost interest in the you know in politics now. I have no idea who I want to vote for, um, and I'm not excited about any of the candidates. Republican nominees just, I just cannot stand to look at their debates anymore. It's just too much shit going on. Um, and what's really scary is <clears throat> Trump or Cruz the win this shit. And I, and we know Trump, Lord have mercy. We, we really thought it was a joke that this man might actually be a um, Republican nominee for a president. And that is so scary to me. <laughs> and Cruz ain't much better. And he's not much better at all. And I just, I don't know what else to, I just, I, I don't know what else to say. I'm just kind of disappointed. Um, and I wish I could vote right now. <laughs> and just, <laughs> and just be done with it. Why wait to no good? I mean, it's just, we don't really have a whole lot of great candidates. I'm not excited about Hillary. I'm definitely not excited about Bernie. I said he was 76, but he's 74. But he'll be 75 in September. He could be a leap year baby, shit. I mean, <laughs> was leap year even? Was it a thing he met when yeah, he was born? Hell, you know, he's been around since Jesus wept. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, uh, I, I'm not excited. And, you know, we'll see what happens. What, what are we in March? So we got. Well, I mean, the conventions aren't until July, so I mean, we have plenty of time to figure out who's actually going to run between now and then. Uh, But I mean, the way it's looking, it's looking like Trump and and Hillary's probably going to be the two, so. 
Yeah, I think a lot of what's going. I think it's funny that's called the primaries because everyone's acting like a big ass baby. Right. So that's that's. It feels like each time we gear up for a national election outside of like our states and you know our local government, that it gets crazier and crazier mm-hmm. and crazier. And this year, me and my son, my son's 15, and we had a discussion because he's like, you know, he's like, soon I'll be able to vote. And I was like, yeah, in a couple of years. I said, I don't know where the country's going to be in a couple of years. <laughs> if it's going to be around in a couple of years either. Because there was a joke about um, that this was going to be a, a significant campaign because either you'll have your first one president with uh, Hillary or you'll have your, I forgot what they said with Bernie, I want to say, or your first socialist president with Bernie. Um, what is it, Ted Cruz is Canadian, isn't he? Or he's the one, no, Marco Rubio is Canadian. Which one's Canadian? Uh, Cruz. Okay, so Cruz will be your first Canadian president. And then when it got to Donald Trump, it's like, this is the last president of the United States of America. Because, like, after him, it's over. It's a wrap. Um, I think that Donald Trump has done a great job. Wait for it. A great job of bringing out the most ignorant people yes. to his rallies. And I mean, oh ignorant people. And I think it's to a point where he's actually afraid to say anything. Because I think he no, I think he is because he does not want to deter people away. So he's gonna let you say and do whatever you want to do as long as he's there. You realize he's not spoken out about the violence, the, the violence at his at his rallies or how it is like as soon as someone of a minority or anyone that's outside of that cookie cutter, blonde hair, blue eye, all American. Once you make a, you can stand up to go to the bathroom, they carrying your ass out. Regardless of what the fact is, if you look like you're causing a potential disruption, you're gone. Where else is that being done? Who else has done that? I've seen times and we've seen times where President Obama will be speaking and people will try and heckle and ridicule him on the spine and nobody walking him away. So how are you expecting people to have freedom to speak or, you know, or freedom of expression, but you want to chastise because it's not falling within your rhetoric. And that's just kind of, it's a testament to him. But people don't see that. People see, and I listen to some of the people like, why are you voting for Trump? Well, he's a good businessman. My nigga, where you been? <laughs> he is not. No, he's been bankrupt he like in these And I even, nigga, they said four times. Okay. Regardless, uh, I ain't even fact yeah. checking. That's enough for me. One is enough for me. Trump University, he in a lawsuit now. You see the, 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 big, uh, uh, the big debate about that, like during the debate when they were arguing, and he kept trying to lie about it, saying that um, Trump University, you know, the students love it. They got a, a, a rating from the uh, Better Business Bureau. And then so uh, your boy, uh, your boy uh, Rubio was like, uh, no, it's actually a D. And so then, so then, uh, <laughs> So then the the, the host, uh, Maggie Kelly, oh, yeah. she comes in, she's like, well, she's like, you know, basically she's like, not to throw any shade, but she was like, um, we did some fact checking before the uh, debate. <laughs> she's like, you actually received a D minus uh, the last time a better business girl put out a report. And he's like, oh, well, it's an A now, they changed. She's like, well, we have no record of that. 
Like the first, uh, like the first two minutes where they talked about his hand size, and he was like, you know, my hand size are fine. He's like, there's other parts that are that are a decent size too, like in a presidential debate. And this is all stemming from that John Oliver uh, monologue, which I thought was hilarious. It's just, it's so ridiculous. Like this, this is one of those elections where I think each election is crucial. You know, it was crucial starting when Obama first started and he first ran. And we were like, this is the time. The time is now. This is the time. You've got to really pay attention to what's going on with these candidates and what platform. My nigga ain't got a soapbox to stand on. If you ever listen to Donald Trump talk about his policies or his platform or what he intends to do outside of building a wall. Thank you. He ain't got shit. He ain't got oh, shit. His foreign policies are like cuts from other people. Mm. Like you can't copy and paste. Motherfucker, they have a tune in or turn in. Mm-hmm. Like you cheat. <laughs> <laughs> Just call out what you say. They gotta make sure you ain't copying shit from somebody else. You plagiarize it. You got eighty five percent. Clear cut man, I would be like, all right, he's stupid as fuck, but he got he got shit. I don't want Ted Cruz either. Ted Cruz is scary. He's right. like a diet Donald Trump, okay? Mm-hmm. He's like Donald Trump in like low calorie form. I just cannot, <laughs> I cannot do that. He doesn't have the platform. He's not popular. Enough. Like mm-hmm. he's not acting stupid like Donald. He's like a, just an everyday dude, and he's just like, look, man, this is what I want to do, and everything that everything he says makes sense. And you know, and I'm always, I'm always the person that always says that I don't vote Republican or Democrat. I, I go with Who makes what makes sense, sense to me, yeah, right? And, that's, and, that's, and like, and Casey is a person that Republican or not, I can see myself voting for a cat like you. Like, what are you saying makes sense? But you know what? He but wasn't conservative. Like, Mm-hmm. He wasn't conservative enough, and that was the thing. Like he wasn't conservative enough. Now on the flip side, with Hillary and Bernie, I don't mean no harm, but Bernie ain't smoothing it over with me. Just because you got Killer Mike out here <laughs> repping your spot, and you got all the black people up in arms talking about you, Bernie care. Bernie was doing the civil rights. Okay, what the fuck has Bernie done since then? Yeah, Bernie is the senator of a month who has a one percent minority demographic. My nigga ain't even seen a black person <laughs> until he come to Capitol Hill. Until he come to DC Metro. Right. I'm just saying, you, what, what? No. No, and, and. <laughs> you ain't even get started with him. <laughs> I'll vote for Hillary Banks before I vote for him. <laughs> 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 oh, oh my God. So you can take from the bank where you can deduce who I voted for, who I'm intending on voting for, but it, it's like almost a lesser of two. It's a lesser of what? Five years? Yeah. I mean, which is 
you can say that's the case every election. But yeah. this shit, I don't know if it's because we are just so in tune and we've gotten older and we're paying attention. But I just the flash is over for me. I'm, it's I'm, just, like I'm ready. To, I'm ready for it to be November. Straight up, just like I'm ready to just cast in my vote and just see where it just may fall. And, and so, if I need to move Canada, uh, and not just you, <laughs> but all these other people that are thinking about fly, like fleeing, this wall might stop y'all. Oh, so <laughs> just let y'all know. I'm gonna be running through the sixes with your woes as soon as you think. <laughs> <laughs> And if y'all do, let Raven go first, and then we close the door. (laughs) Man, she ain't even full over. Mm. You go both of them. And nobody cares. We're like, bye. We didn't care. We was like, yeah. My name. <laughs> Get your ass off the view. First of all, cancel the view. I've been right. saying this since episode one. <laughs> well, isn't this the last season for them anyway? Yeah, I think is didn't, it? Didn't Whoopi say she was done? I like, know Whoopi said, but I thought they said this was going to be the last season anyway. Stop it. <laughs> so that picture was hilarious. I didn't know Oprah was tearing it up. You <laughs> said Oprah is fucking. <laughs> what? She's not. She's not tearing it up. My people. Mine. My, yeah. my vanilla pizza. My uncooked Mine. biscuits. Mine. I unleaded it for you. What the hell? Man. It's terrible. It's terrible. I think I think we good on this one. All right. Well, at the end of the day, I guess the conclusion is we're screwed. So, uh, yeah. So, so Canada, England, Brazil, Japan, look out for us because that's another year. <laughs> at least one of us might be in one of those countries. So, we'll go ahead and kick this to a commercial break. We'll be right back. Don't want you to leave now. This is a whole long thing just telling you to leave. Leave my mind. Leave. I woke up down in this dungeon. I've made mistakes in my judgments. I built you up in my head. This is my prayer for your production. You're not my aunt, uncle, or cousin. Not your nephew, but your husband. You think just cause you buzzing, you got license, but you doesn't. I hugged you like a glowworm. Come down now, cause it's your turn. I ain't got nothing but time. I like that long haul to that slow burn. Too much of my homework killed my confidence with this research. I put people on pedestals, egos, reaction is knee jerk. I'm trying to work on my weakness. It's not all roses and peaches, it's no secret. I found myself in a funk for a whole weekend over email failures and DMs. Did they get that shit? Should I resend? What should I do when I see them? Talk all soft and passive like Cleveland. Even wise men can go mindless, voluntarily rocking them blinders. It generates all the shyness, calling some other human your highness. About when they punch clocks With Capri Suns in their lunchbox Bad haircut with them sunspots Drank fruit punch and wore dumb socks This first time is a warning, the 
are back with our second segment and our final segment because uh, we got shit to do today. Um, <laughs> um, we are going to talk about the um, the Ebony cover, which is entitled The Body Brigade, and it is for March, and they have four beautiful black women. Mm. Women mm. on the cover. They have uh, Gabby Fresh, who is a blogger, um, and Jasmine Sullivan, who's an RB singer. Danny, uh, well, Danielle Brooks. I'm calling her Danny Brooks like I know her. But uh, Danielle Brooks, who is an actress on Orange is the New Black, and also she is starring in the uh, Color Purple on Broadway. And they also have, lastly, who is also an RB singer. And they look Good. Hello. Yes. So, um, of course, you know, this article is, I mean, well, the, the cover is supposed to drop in March, but I have, you know, we haven't read it yet, but it just dropped, I think. Um, yeah, last night. And, uh, of course, you know, we had a couple of people who are upset about this, you know, about um, women who have real bodies, hell, let's just be real. They have real bodies who are on the cover and they feel like they shouldn't be there um, because they're plus size or whatever. So I'm guessing that Ebony is gonna talk about body image battles and, you know, all that good stuff on the cover or in the article. So, um, and we're just gonna get a round table of what everybody thinks. And uh, we'll start with, we're gonna start with the fillers. Since they always say we say we start, even though they always start each other. I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we definitely got with each other. We'll start with y'all. Yo, what are your thoughts, sir? Um, I you know certainly I saw you know the reaction on Twitter and I just some of it I just kind of shook my head at it. Um, you know it's it's especially with me you know and, and my girls you know I'm a little bit more I guess sensitive to. Uh, body issues. I, I'll, I'll say, I'll give you a story real quick. Um, so last year, um, I took Gigi to Kiana School of Dance. <laughs> my bad, go ahead. Are you going to let him tell the story? My bad, my bad. Continue. <laughs> I, I didn't even hear what, I didn't even hear him, but. No, 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 no Detroit story. This, this is a, this is a G-rated story. So, uh, so I took Gigi to a school, a school dance last year, um, and, um, and it was a, it was a father-daughter dance, and of course there were some moms there along uh, with it or whatever. But anyway, Gigi had a, she had a friend of hers who was, um, you know, a little heavyset uh, girl that was in her class and. I know that this girl is is a friend of, of Gigi's and she talks about her, you know, her and a few other girls a lot. So um, this um, one of the this boy was there, uh, one some boy in her class too that was there with his twin sister, and uh, the boy was was ta- telling this other girl, he's like, "What are you doing in that dress? You're fat." Ugh. And so Gigi turned around and was like, "Yo, mama." Which, first of all. I didn't know Gigi knew anything about your mama jokes, <laughs> but uh, so after I smiled proudly real quick as a as a father, um, you know I t- had to tell Gigi, you know I appreciate you looking out for your friend. There's better, 
you know, better ways to, to do it. Especially because the girls, like the, the, the boys uh, that said that about the, about Gigi's friend, her mom is a, is a plus size woman. I was like, you know, he's probably real sensitive about it. And he's probably been getting teased a lot. You know, so you can't you can't continue the cycle, you know, kind of thing. I was like, you could have talked about the boys' dusty shoes. Yeah, you could have did something else, but you know, just don't say your mama jokes, you know. So uh, my point is, is that we really do. Uh, I, I didn't have an issue with the cover at all, you know. I like my women like I like my grits, you know, thick with just a pat of butter and some and a plate of, of bacon on the side. So I was good with the cover. But some of these ashy Negroes on Twitter, you know how they are. They, they, you know, ashiness gone ashy. So, you know, let them cook and then let the timeline just kind of handle them. So I guess that's those are my thoughts on the cover. Ted, what, what you got? <laughs> I wish I had some greatness. I know, right? Oh, so awesome. man. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm like Joel, you know. Uh, I think Bridget said something that was really, really true. That it's a real photo of real women. Um, I think we get so caught up in the idea that all women should look one way because when you look on magazines, they look for one type of woman. Um, but that ain't real life. And, you know, everybody ain't Rihanna who don't have a job and don't have to work all day to get perfect trainer and train 13 hours a day and keep a, a certain shape, you know what I'm saying? Like some people have real lives where they have to actually work. And I think it's, you know, good that Ebony has decided to celebrate, you know, plus size women, but not even that, it's, it, it, it's sad that, you know, it hadn't happened sooner. Like it should be something that we see all the time. It shouldn't have to be like a special case. Um, we should just celebrate women just, just for being beautiful. Because, you know what I mean? You look at those women on that picture and they're beautiful. Um, love me some Jasmine Sullivan. Um, you know, King never put out, she reminds me a lot of, um, um, I'm drawing a blank. I think I've smoking weed or something, but I don't smoke my mind going bad in 2016. But, um, no, she reminds me a lot of Kanye, but she doesn't, it's like she doesn't put out a bad album. Her albums are always really, really good. Um, and Chris and Michelle, she's great as well. Um, Gappy Fresh, who I just recently found out from you guys, is a blogger. And um, they say she's playing Sophie in Code Purple. I, that is the perfect role for that sister right there. She likes she likes she knocks somebody out. But um, man, I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? So it's a dope cover and it's, and it's good to see women not afraid to, you know, be proud of who they are in their bodies, you know, and, and put on those outfits and post their pictures, but they look great, you know what I mean? And I think that type of, uh, this type of stuff will give uh, younger women the confidence to be proud of who they are and not have to try to conform to what society says beauty is. Oh, Nisha, I'm gonna go right around the table. Okay. I'm happy to be the first thing gets a little serious. So, I know. I, I know. I think that what people need to also realize is that, that their ideology of what healthy is, is not the same. Come on. What do you think healthy is? Like, there are slimmer people that are out of shape. And there are healthy people that are, like, flexing. Like, I'm talking about just on tens and so you have to you have to actually like rethink your concept of what healthy is like as a plus size person myself of course i've experienced uh fat shaming and 
people talking negative. Like I think I had, and this is one of my story times, and it's gonna be, you know, it just is. Um, Robert Glassford was here a couple of years back, mm-hmm. and me and my uh, husband, he's my fiance, then, or we were dating. I forgot what the hell we were doing. We were doing something, but we went to Robert Glassford. Y'all, <laughs> we went to Robert Glassford. And so we got ready to leave. And so I was looking for him. And so it was this group of guys that in the way. And I'm a little passive. I don't speak out loud or whatever, but they were blocking the, the way for me to get in. Like if I had gone through, I was gonna bump somebody. So I was like, excuse me, excuse me. And I was like, excuse me, please. And so when I walked by, I heard this guy call me Fred Hammond. It broke my heart so bad. Cause I had the short haircut and everything. My feelings were hurt. Like, and, I felt like I thought my husband hurt him. He said he didn't, but it broke my heart. And I think from that point, I had started like a weight loss journey. I had lost 50 pounds. Mm -hmm. But I lost it for the wrong reasons. And I wasn't doing it healthy. I was doing it because I was so embarrassed at myself and how I looked. And, you know, those things are what bothered me. I think this year, or actually a little latter part of last year, I started working out with a personal trainer because I wanted to get healthy. Like my whole mental concept changed as far as what's healthy. You know, my nigga can do deadlifts now. Or the deadlift, I can run now. Like, now, mind you, I'm be out of breath after I finish. <laughs> but I can run, you know, squats and, you know, you know TRX training. Like Ooh. stuff that I didn't think I could do. My, my trainer pushes me each time and I push myself. I'm lifting, I'm doing stuff, I'm, I'm getting healthy. And of course, I got a ways to go because now I got to get my mind wrapped around. We, you know, you can work out all day, but you got to eat better. So those are things like I'm trying to rethink how I do, how my process works. But to see beautiful women on a cover who look healthy, not just not just about being plus size, but they look healthy, like they're in shape. Like, do you, I don't? There is like minimal photoshopping. Like, have you seen the raw tapes? Mm-hmm. Man, like that, they're in shape. They just happen to be fuller figured. And it doesn't, I don't care what you call it, it's they're healthy. And a lot of other people can't say that they're healthy. So that's my thing. Like, just, you know, quit focusing on the fact that they're plus, they're healthy. And that's the image you should want to see is healthy people, healthy individuals. You shouldn't care about if they're thin or if they're healthy. So that's just, that's my take. So that's a little too much of TMI singer, but you know, I'm yeah, the dick You can yeah. suck a bag of dick. Yeah, your yeah, mama looked like Fred Hammond. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad at him though, because it was just you know, at the time I was like, but I said, but it was just me, you know, that I had to come to terms with, well, damn, you know, first off, I know I don't look like Fred Hammond, but you know, you ice skin, red, you know, I'm, I'm rotund, I was real so I just learned to look at it a lot differently. You know, I'm not like I'm not sitting up here in like Tiffy's wings, but you know, I'm just learning how you might not eat, you might need like three instead of four, you know, or don't cut out these fries, get something else instead. Like, I mean, it's, it, it takes time, like, you can't do things overnight. I don't know. 
conversation with somebody on Twitter and I you know of course Twitter is just the extremes of everything people were you know you saw people who were congratulating the ladies that made the cover and then you saw people being assholes and uh, <clears throat> I just basically made the point just because somebody is skinny doesn't mean they're necessarily healthy I have uh, high cholesterol I'm at risk for stroke, but I'm skinny as a motherfucker. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I get to a certain weight, I have to be aware of that, that I need to cut down and get to what my idea of what healthy is for me. So I think Anisha brought up a great point that you have to find what healthy is for you. Um, and of course, yes, these ladies look great. I, when you brought up that you know you were exercising, Anisha, I went to Gabby Fresh um, Instagram page, and she brought up some of the same points that she needs to get to a point where she felt healthy for her. And she took a picture of herself in a gym, and she was like, you know, I feel I, I'm confident about my body, but I know I'm getting to a point where I need to be healthy enough for me. So whatever that means for you is cool. But all this fat shaming or, you know, whatever, you are at risk for this, you're at risk for this, and, you know, art can say that. But not to say, <laughs> I mean, tell what I do for a living. Um, there are people that are pre-diabetic that look like me, they look like Ted, they look like Nisha. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a range. So you just have to find out what's healthy for you. And just because somebody, you know, if they do have health problems, that's their motherfucking business. That ain't for you to be like, your ass needs to lose weight because you, you know what I'm saying? You at risk for this and that. Yeah, your motherfucking business. Let them handle what they need to handle and let the doctor tell them that. That's not for you to say. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shut up. It's none of yeah. your business. It's none of your business. And I think, like I said, I think these ladies look great. Um, I wanted to bring up that I think it was a point that Chris and Michelle was vegan, but she's no longer vegan. Um, she has health issues and being vegan is not healthy for her. Mm -hmm. So and I, I was realizing that I have a YouTuber that I follow and she got really, really sick from going like mm -hmm. vegan. And people are always like, well, this is the healthy. No, you can eat healthy and still eat meat. But if it's a like a personal choice, that's fine. But don't right. shove that shit down my throat. Exactly. I will eat a pork chop in front of your <laughs> ass in a minute. Okay? Smothered in Pass the sweet baby rings. Pass it over here. With that. But that, that's true. My best friend, his wife is a uh, vegan. I went, uh, went to visit him in New York uh, 
during New Year's Eve. And I remember her being vegan and, you know, kind of not really forcing the lifestyle upon, upon him, but she was doing all the cooking, so he had to eat it. But, um, you know, after she got pregnant with uh, her son, the doctor told her that she needed, yeah, she, she needed to start eating some kind of meat, you know? And so uh, she gave it up, and so now she's just switching to eat He's still working on all of us. Every day, every day, every second, every day. Right now, don't play. Any other thoughts or concerns? All right, well, we're going to round this segment out and we'll get back to our pop. I never remember the name of the That's it. We'll get back to our pop two. Bang, 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 bang. Hello? Finally. Somebody playing this. Hey, hey, listen. I don't know if this your first time listening, and uh, I don't want to freak you out or anything, but uh, I really need your help, and I, I gotta, I gotta explain myself, okay? You hear me? Hello? Hello? Is anyone out there? I'm just hoping you can hear me. I'm by myself all alone and nearly on the verge of breaking down. Like every single track in this very instrumental that was meant to make a sound. I'm not sure if what I'ma tell you you heard before, but if so, I'm probably saying it wrong. Cause if I wasn't, then maybe you wouldn't unintentionally play me every time that you were playing a song. You might have thought the same thing if your mind kept playing tricks on you. But you and I know you still think this is a concept, like I ain't talking to you. Yeah, you, who's listening? When are you gonna wake up? So you're not repeating this again You're just sitting and standing there like you always do And might not even play this all the way through I know when you don't And when you do, you're not taking me serious Maybe you're talking over me Or turn the volume down Or cut me off mid-sentence I'm painstakingly furious You could be asleep But you need your brain to wait to be curious Cause I'm really here on the other side of your speaker And we're standing between us And some wires and a tweeter If you found something to crack it open Maybe I could climb through And lead this track that I shouldn't have rolled around to Cause I can't explain it But I think that's how I got here. I heard this beat, put it on repeat and copped a squat near the speaker and zoned out Blazing the ganja, jotted about two lines, literally writing one behind another So suddenly my eyes crossed and then blurred I was at a loss for words when I got lost in the words I got choked by the letter O but dotted all the I's So I had to cross the T's when we became the same size I kicked the first line and the verse back and it indents So now I'm chased by this run on sentence I ran so fast I leaped from the page, that's when the paper split Then I closed my notebook shut, trying to escape the shit So what you think? Think about me sliding through the crack Hope you're nodding in the greens and not nodding to the track Hello? Excuse me, are you still there? If so, I'm not for sure If that you ever will care In fact, I never know And that just doesn't feel fair But I don't want you to go So, hello? Are you still there? Well, if the music's still playing I might as well try to finish up what I'm saying While laying on my ass from falling fast from the mayhem out my book I look, damn, I'm missing the shoot It might 
might have been trapped in the beat that I was listening to Cause it was dark and I ain't know what direction to walk towards I took a couple steps and stumbled over some chords Plugged them into each other so when they were combined It created this white noise, that's how I saw the drum line I seen it hit behind the bass in the mix So I found some strings, went over there and got the lace and the kicks I tried them on and they fit perfect Then I grabbed the hi-hat, put it on top of my head Let it sit, swerved it to the left, you know how I do It looked cool to me Then slid my finger through the loop like it was jewelry I'm sure that you'll agree by how the instruments were stacked too I probably could've took this track and made a track suit That would've made the look complete had I pulled it off But all that rearranging must've got the beat mad Since certain sounds were out of place So now I'm clashing with cymbals while trying not to get beaten by the bass Hold up, I hope you're still following me and I don't lose you So I'ma try to keep the story short cause I refuse to I picked my book up, ran without making any stops I cut through the chops and hopped over the drops I'm thinking what if I could write myself a body here So I decided to look in the book While flipping through the pages for empty paper This punchline punched me and I caught a right hook from a hook And laid me out over the beat like some vocals I woke up and I've been here ever since You need more evidence, hello? Hope you ain't leave the room, hello? Hello? Excuse me, are you still there? If so, I'm not for sure If that you ever will care In fact, I never know And that just doesn't feel fair But I don't want you to go So, hello, are you still there? Hey, are you still there? Hey, the song about to go off, man Could you get me out of here, please, man? I mean, come on, man, I gotta wait till you play this again Come on, dog. damn All right, we finally made it to the last segment The pop tune segment I miss pop tune. You know what, my husband worked for my son. Really? Assistant manager. Yep. I went to the gym. I went out to Sabine Mall last weekend. Ooh, how was it? Interesting. Interesting. I went to Hickory Ridge Mall yesterday. Hey, did you take the pistol with you? Hi. Ain't no balls in there. Ain't nothing in there. But y'all know the history behind it, like they weren't supposed to buy it originally. New Direction was actually trying to buy it. They had planned to buy it, they had all this stuff they wanted to do with it. And then one of Overcomers got word of it and they understood the men. Oh, a bit them, yeah. They got the And they did shit with it. The incredible piece that was over there was gone, which I'm glad. It's gone? It's gone. I won't make no move. Okay, let's, 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 let's,
yeah, this is the segment where we tell you what we're listening to. It ain't been a whole lot of music dropping here lately, so you know, you know what we tend to do when ain't no music dropping, man. Like, you know, we, we we listen to old stuff, or you know, it's been it's been some new stuff to come out to. It's been some new stuff to come out to. But um, me, I'm always going back to the old stuff. But um, shout out to the Foreign Exchange for blessing us three times this year. Hallelujah! Won't he do it? <laughs> Won't he do it? Right on time. I was trying to get those. Give me the distance. Really? Uh, one of my Twitter friends. You just slide through. You just slide through again. I'm sure. I'm sure. Jim, how about you kiss a fun Tate? All right, we got the first song. Joel, you got the first song. Go ahead. All right. Um. So the first song I picked was uh Mob Deep. And Little Cam, uh, the quiet oh, one. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, I really didn't have a reason for it. I just heard it on the radio the other day, and I was like, damn, I hadn't heard this in a long time. So, you know, so ever since I heard it, I remembered I had it on my um, on my iTunes. And I pretty much been playing it once a day ever since. So. It's just been fresh on my mind. No other reasons. Who got the next uh, pick? I got it. <laughs> I damn hope you make it. That was Jim right there. That was Jim. Uh, that was Kim with the second. My uh, flashback to when we was in college. I don't know. I don't know if you remember, but uh, it was a Delta step down, and uh, the AKAs came after that. It was that was a Delta check back. But anyway, okay, my track. Who said Kim with the second face? <laughs> 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 Face two or five. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay, my song, I'm like, Joel, I had no rhyme or reason for picking this song. I just heard it earlier this week and I was just like, man, I missed it. It took me back to the early 2000s. The music was still, you know, pretty hot back then. Um, I picked Raphael Sadiq's Get Involved. Uh, something about that song, whenever ever I used to hear it, I used to just like, give me hype. I don't even like dance, but I can dance. I dance with that. Well, you know what? I don't want to dance, man. I got no rhythm. Get the fuck out of here. I don't Oh, shit. Okay, who got the next one? I think there you go. So, it's a downward spiral. So, I've been feeling a little North Memphis lately. And uh, my song of the week is from the new uh, Collar Grove, the collab with 2 Chains and Lil Wayne that dropped. Uh, what was that, Friday? Yeah, Friday. Mm-hmm. Friday. So it dropped this past Friday. This is actually a really good collab. Like, it really, really is good. It gives me that right amount of reaction. So the song I chose, because it was quite a few I could have chose from, mm. but I chose uh, MFN Right, which is motherfucking right. And uh, it just go hard. I, I would suggest buying the album. I did. I, you know what? I bought more iTunes albums 
in the past like calendar year than I have like ever. Could you support in the art? I am. I, was, I swear. You know what? I'm the same way. Like I was out. For some reason, I never like buying stuff on iTunes. I guess because before I got my Mac, I just like I can't listen to it on my computer. Like I just had to be on my phone, my iPad. Now I'm like I, I bought a 64 gig and next time I'm getting the 128 or whatever they got. I mean, cause like my phone's out of so I, I buy albums all the time. It's, it's so convenient, like this. It is, and like when we went to like when we do road trips and we went on our road, it's just like right to Bluetooth and, and get that bitch going. That is. But yeah, that's a good one, so. All right, Bridget. Okay, so uh, I originally had a song, and these niggas made me change. <laughs> they didn't physically, like, hear them hold me down and change your motherfucking song. But uh, no, I just, I was like, right, let me pick some, a, a rap track. So I chose Clap Shit Up with Torre featuring my uh, cousin in Price, Fonte. <laughs> And uh, it's just a dope ass song. It's no rhyme or reason. I just changed it like literally five minutes ago. And uh, yeah, it just gets you pumped. But uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's cool. And Fonte's gonna be dropping the album this year. Right, Didn't you remember when he said he didn't know when he was dropping the song? Man, he showed his with that boy too fake though. <laughs> he showed me. <laughs> Back and explain himself. Explain but, yourself. But come to the city and explain yourself. I know. Uh, they are going on tour, and they haven't released the dates for the subway. Okay. Uh, Amy, <coughs> you know we would love to see you here. Uh, uh, love to see you guys. Yeah, we saw y'all May date, so June. Yeah, July. July. August. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If y'all come, I mean, I, I think I can scrape up some cheese for some buck. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, we got y'all. We do. We got y'all. I mean, and we'll be there. Appreciate y'all for joining us, man. We've been we've been going strong. Life is like you know, life continues to get in the way, but we keep recording, you know, so Man, you know, we're making it happen and we appreciate y'all for listening. And we are out. We out. I did karaoke to that song and my bachelorette party was drunk as fuck. In broad daylight, get right. Oh man, blood, sweat, and tears. Niggas is dead and shit. What the fuck else could happen, yo? I don't think much more, son. I don't know, yo. Yeah, seen it all and been through it all, yo. That's how niggas know right now. Yo, the mother for real, for real. Queen B, baby. That's it, the truth. Lil' Kim. Yeah, gee. All right. Yo. Yo.
Blowing niggas with rusty ass German things Giving the dough as I motherfucking claim the fame Throwing your wetsuit when it rains and pours and all Hit them with the fall, don't even know them from a hole in the wall Get at me, niggas wanna clap me Snitches wanna rap me, put it right where they back be Keep my guns close to me, enemies even closer Sending kites with the motor rollers, yo Give them the cold shoulder with a hollow tip to match Bad apple out of the bat, obsessed with gas Since a little dude eating niggas full buck fifties Niggas could kill me, but they coming with me How about Dash and the queen beat to attack Only your fly bitch like that could leave him relax Rock him to sleep, make him think the drama is dead Yo, I smile up in your face, though I'm plotting this dead Yo, it's some real shit, shit to make you feel shit Lump him in the club, shit Have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Yo, it's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit Lump him in the club, shit Have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Hot damn hole, here we go again Light as a rock, bitch, hard as a cop, bitch This shit not for blocks, through hard tops In the parking lots, where my nigga rock like the spark a lot My Brooklyn style speak for itself Like a wrestler, another notch under my belt The embezzler, chrome treasurer The UNO competitor, I'm ten steps ahead of ya I'm a leader, yeah I'm some following shit Coming in this game on some modeling shit Bitches suck cock just to get to the top I put a hundred percent in every line I drop It's the Q to the B with the M-O-B-B Queensbridge, Brooklyn, and we D-double-E-P What? Y'all wish I lived a life I lived And yo, prodigy, uh, tell them what uh, this is, done Yo, it's the real yeah. shit, shit to make you feel shit Lump them in the club, shit Have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough Yo, it's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit Lump them in the club, shit Have you out and out when you bump this Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough I can never get enough of it Yo, that's my shit, I need that that shit, to boost my adrenaline, you rock that shit, that real life shit, makes bitches wanna thug it, makes the projects love it, we come through like fuck it, y'all want problems, pursue it, let's do it, infamous small bosses, check out the portrait at the round table, my thun speaker with his twin ghosts, it's gangsta how we rock, while you watch, attracted to our style, this is how we get down, with big jewelry and big guns, we get busy, it get grisly, beat niggas bloody, twist niggas frontin', get to running. for the men's get to dump the fans get the thumping, M.O.B.B. Got the whole spot jumping when my niggas step in the place, damn, you gotta love it. It's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit. Lump them in the club, shit. Have you out and out when you bump this? Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough. Yo, it's the real shit, shit to make you feel shit. Lump them in the club, shit. Have you out and out when you bump this? Drugs to your eardrum, the war uncut. Have a nigga OD, cause it's never enough. Yo, he wanna get involved with you, Mr. S.A. 
But I'm still Coney out styling Wild as a stallion and cocky Had to go Rambo to get my wrist rocky Cheddar drink broccoli That's what's on my palate and my rally Wardrobe was war mode, then I got a stylist Now you wanna smell, miss, miss me On the hardwood with a Knicks beat Flick it up, mellow drop 60 Shifty, low down gritty in I'm just doing this till my city is the shit again Drop bow brothers, it was notable Make you a believer, my verse ain't get it quotable So fuck it, I'm over you No fuck it, I'm overdue, none of y'all Better bar for bar, line from line to the letter I came from EBT, made it on the BET F-U-S-C, MTV, MP3, vinyl and CD All off the P-E-N, now six days on SXM And I'm just getting started You can hit the target or fill out applications for Target You want when I'm off it, probably run the forfeit How you post a score verse tour and not raw shit Oh shit, I'm still beasting the boss Flow still Malik and Jamal Still body any beat that I'm on Any street that I'm on, I'm a sight Still shine like a million dollar light bill Even Bum B know I'm type trail type ill Might steal your missus Treat it like a full course meal and do the dishes Scratch off my wish list, add to my fuck it list Name an MC that can fuck with this Probably have to add to your bucket list Bucket this, blam That's the only way you can body me fam Pardon me, damn, I gotta go Board and take a load to clap the shit up some more Y'all go, go me and my man's on a war tour With the crowd screaming for more tour And Tigalo on the assist, he's the orator You can count on just like a scoreboard But what the fuck you keep your score for When the L is imminent Scrimmaging against you effeminate niggas in boy shorts Kitten heel rap scratching up the floorboards In a top hat, you rap niggas is boy George I attack tracks with more force And more anger than a gangster In a Russian divorce court mad Cause his wife is going after his store porch So she can make some more borscht Than he really wanna call her Bid, but if you call her a bid, the judge gon' tell him that he's a poor sport Respect my mind, I testify that on the track Your favorite rapper will get left behind Like he got a F in a core course, not hit a lollygag I specialize in body bags, and if we in the streets, motherfucker autograph The only signature that I need is 4-4 So I can run amok, I just lay low in the buck I don't really claim to be a tough guy, but never been the shook type Last name look like first name fucker, raised in 
in the Marley Mar era So you better call Saul and tell Saul to call Paul Bearers Just a little tigolo will make it all better So fuck the radio station and all the call letters Cause my rhyme commodities go off like IDs Lines go over your head and stay there like the sword of Democles Peace the sky, zoo, odyssey, and plus the old school The Hercs, the Bams, and the Toddy T's When I become a legend, just acknowledge me, fam Pardon me, damn, I gotta go Y'all clap shit up, I give it a standing up. Oh, oh, oh.